Hello everyone, it's time for another rebroadcast. Like I mentioned, I am away on vacation slash marriage, honeymoon, fun times, but I wanted to share some of my favorite episodes, particularly from the beginning of Happy Healthy Human Radio. And this is a podcast all about yin yoga and introducing you to why I really fell in love with yin yoga over the past year or so after about a decade plus of doing solely vinyasa yoga, why I found true power and strength and really good vibes from my yin yoga practice. So I'm hoping that you enjoy this so that you can also uh, get a little more into yin. I have some yin sequences also as other episodes, so hopefully this will be the spark that you need to actually start trying out some yin yoga as well. And if you do want to follow along with what I am doing out of the country, check out me Instagram. It is be happy healthy human. Look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks and enjoy this rebroadcast. And now for our episode. So today we're going to be sharing some lessons from my yin yoga training. I just completed this training over at Inner Power Yoga in Sterling, Virginia with the fabulous Gretchen Schutt. She is a amazing teacher of all things yin and restorative and nidra and just a great human being and teacher all around. Couldn't have enough great things to say about this training, so I highly, highly recommend it. But we'll talk about what yin yoga is, why I even pursued this training in the first place, and then the broader implications of yin yoga in our very yang or yang, however you like to pronounce it, world. So for a little background, I've been doing a basically purely vinyasa-based practice, yoga practice for 12, 13 years, whatever, whatever year 2005 is, I guess we're at 13 years. So about 13 years of a basically purely vinyasa-based practice. And I had kind of heard about yin yoga here and there and had taken a couple classes over the years, but never practiced it really generally. But um, in this last year, I got particularly interested in yin yoga, have been practicing it more and decided to do this uh, training in it as well. So if you're not familiar with yin yoga, it is different looking than your regular vinyasa based class, you'll actually do poses that are about five minute holds. And that's an average. They can be anywhere from three to even seven or eight if you want to. But you're basically taking really long holds in poses that on their face might look kind of restful, like it might be a forward fold or um, a pigeon pose or even uh, a bado konasana. And so on its face, it looks like, oh, this is really simple. I just have to be here for five minutes. But what you learn is that you actually are um, activating tissues in the body and being present there and staying there for three, four, five minutes, it, it turns up the heat. It turns up a little bit of the fire and you start to feel some intensity and definitely some sensation in these poses. So if you're familiar with restorative yoga where you have all the bolsters and the blocks and you just like take a nap for you know seven to 10 minutes, it looks similar, but this one, there's still some activation happening. There's still some engagement that happens in the body tissues, and that's why it's different than a restorative. You don't always sit in a yin pose and be like, I could be here forever. You're like, I would like to exit this. I'm not going to, but I might want to exit this. So, so there's still an intensity to the yin practice. The point of the yin practice in the yin poses is that we are reducing or even eliminating muscle activation. So even though we are 
working our tissues, we're actually using the connective tissues of our body. So this is the fascia, the ligaments, the tendons. We're allowing these connective tissues to be stretched or compressed or twisted so that we can really start to work the connective tissue. So basically we let our muscles quiet down so that our yin tissues, our connective tissues can wake back up again. Now, there's a couple of reasons why this is really important to do. So first off, for things like ligaments and bones, these are really, or ligaments and tendons, excuse me, these are really thick um, and not well-vesseled tissue. So they don't have a lot of blood vessels running through them, and that means they don't get a lot of oxygen and nourishment on a regular basis. So when we start to stretch or compress or twist these tissues in a yin fashion, we wake them up, we allow them to get some new oxygen, some new fresh blood to these tissues, and this allows them to stretch, to strengthen, to heal, and even, even to regenerate. So this is a really powerful practice, especially if you are recovering from injury and trying to strengthen the connective work of the body, yin is such a great way to go. So again, for ligaments and tendons, we're helping them get new oxygen, new blood, heal, and be at their best. The other tissue that I mentioned is called the fascia. And fascia are actually these large pieces of connective tissue that cover our muscles and our internal organs. So if we look at the fascia that's around, let's say your bicep, it kind of almost looks like a, a little Ziploc bag that's around the, the muscle. So it, it's this little bag that holds the muscle into place. But in other places, it's actually more like a sheet. So one that we often hear of is um, the plantar fascia. So if, if you have plantar fasciitis, the fascia on the bottom of the foot gets really inflamed. And so that strong, it's, it's not a muscle, but that strong piece of tissue along the bottom of the foot that keeps your arch in place, that keeps everything working, that's a piece of fascia. Similarly, we have this large piece of fascia coming down the front of the torso and that holds the belly and the lungs and the heart all in place. So the fascia is really, really, really important. Um, and when we usually stretch or move our body, the muscles start to take over. So they're firing and lengthening and contracting and we're using our muscles to walk around into the world. And fascia is just kind of along for the ride. But when we come up to either limits in flexibility or feeling rigidity within our body, a lot of the times it's actually tight fascia. So the muscles can only stretch as far as the fascia will let it. And so just trying to like stretch the muscle, stretch the muscle, stretch the muscle is not going to ultimately lead in that lengthening. You need to actually um, work on the fascia as well. So again, in our yin yoga poses, we stop the activation of the muscles. We say, okay, shh, like quiet down there. And that's why we get still. That's why we stay there for a long time. And thus the movement starts to come from the fascia rather than the muscle. And that's how we start to stretch and get more mobility in the fascia. It is super fascinating. Um, after a yin yoga practice, again, you know, you've been on the floor for an hour, you've done five, six, seven poses, uh, holding them for five minutes. You don't really break a sweat, but wow, after I do yin yoga, I have to drink like 30 ounces of water. And that's because I've started to flush through all of these tissues and all of the debris and toxins that are stuck in these, in these tight, tied up tissues get released. And so you need to start waking it all back up again and it requires a lot of water. It's kind of amazing. So now that we know what yin yoga is, here's why it's so important. Here's why I really picked it up this, this past year. Um, yin yoga is named yin because it's the opposite of yang or yang. Um, 
Yang is fast, it's hot, it's sharp, it's the movement of our world, right? Uh, yang exercise is our vinyasa yoga class, it is our hit class, it is our running, our biking, our swimming, and it's how we walk to the subway every day. It's how we go through our emails. Like yang movement, fast energy is kind of how we rule our world. And so yin is counteracting that. Yin is slower movement. It's not, or slower movement or even not moving. It is cold, it is soft, it is not as intense. And we need this to balance out the crazy yin or yang that is happening in our world. If we want to talk about this in an Ayurvedic sense, which is related to the traditional Chinese medicine, yin-yang sense, um, yang is the more pitta and vata type energies in comparison to kapha, which has a lot more yin-like quality. And as someone that has a lot of vata in her body, as uh, someone that's worked with dozens of clients that have a lot of vata and a lot of yang energy, this yin is really important because not only is this about slowing down, and this is not all about just like put the brakes on, sit on the couch, don't move. It's, it's, it's about more than just resting. It's about more than slowing down. What the yin yoga really does is it helps you rejuvenate and strengthen from the inside out. So when we are in these um, poses and we stress in a positive way these connective tissues, we are strengthening our connective tissues. We're strengthening these inner connections of our body, these healed fascia, the ligaments, the tendons, this is the providing that fortitude that gives us the strength to go out into the world and to be able to move. So I really think about it as, as for yin yoga is really building the foundation and really building the strength so that you can do all of the movement and the, and the yang that the world is going to ask for you, um, ask from you. And it's because of this that I think Yin yoga is so powerful and is so important, especially in our world today. Now, the beautiful thing is that yin yoga, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to do an hour and a half a day. You don't have to do two hours a day. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. It might be as simple as 10, 15 minutes a day or going to a class a couple times a week. You know, anything you can do is better than nothing because anything you can do is going to help start to balance you. And I can speak from the experience of once I started doing a practice, I was just doing maybe 10 or 15 minutes a day after I finished my usual vinyasa practice. I, oh my gosh, my hips changed. <laughs> my low back changed. My sense of fluidity through my body changed. It was, it was really miraculous and felt really, really good. And I felt this inner strength that I was talking to you guys about earlier. So I highly, highly, highly recommend a yin yoga practice or just checking it out, trying it out. Later this week, I'm going to share um, a really short, nice, simple yin yoga practice that you can do to, to try it out. It's truly powerful and highly, highly recommend. If you do have any questions about yin, if you want to talk further about it, please head on over to Instagram. I'm at be happy, healthy human. Love getting your questions and comments over there. Or you can check out behappyhealthyhuman.com. That's my website. Don't forget, there is that event coming up June 9th over at Take Care Shop about having a healthy and happy menstrual cycle. We're going to use a lot of Ayurveda. It's going to be amazing. Other than that, have a fabulous day.